0: Hey everybody, this episode is brought to you by our proud title sponsor, NHL Sense Arena, the next generation of off-ice hockey training for players and goalies. Look, we know how much you invest in your children's hockey development, the early mornings, the travel, and let's not forget the expenses of training for hockey camps, private ice time, the general expenses of the season, it's a lot. But wouldn't it be great to bring that on-ice practice experience home that's fun, fits into your schedule, and that's affordable? If you said yes, which I'm sure you did, you've got to check out NHL Sense Arena. It's a top-tier virtual reality training game that brings the on-ice practice experience home so you can practice anytime and anywhere, literally. You can transform any part of your home into a virtual ice rink where you're getting unlimited access to over 100 drills, training plans from top coaches and players, weekly drill challenges, and more that focus on improving hockey sense and physical cognitive skills, starting at just $33 $33 per month. That is a lot cheaper than an hour of ice time. The physical side of hockey gets a lot of attention, but we don't focus enough on the mental side of it. It's something we talk about on this show all the time. NHL Sensorina provides an immersive solution for players to sharpen those skills when ice time is limited or not affordable and they want to get those extra reps in. So for our listeners, NHL Sensorena is offering an exclusive $50 off their annual plan. All you got to do is head over to their website, hockey.sensorena.com. Again, hockey.sensorena.com and use our code HockeyNeverStops and you'll level up your off-ice training by using NHL Sensorina. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting us and NHL Sensorina. Enjoy this episode of Our Kids Play Hockey. Hey, everybody, got another great episode for you today. We got an interview today with Megan Hesham. Megan uh, is an author, but she did something not a lot of people try. She started playing hockey for the first time in her mid to late 30s alongside her kids when they were learning to play. So it really gave us a lot of perspective um, and great, great conversation into what it's like for someone to play this game um, on the other side of uh, their youth. Um, So it's a great conversation, amazing nuggets uh, of information here. So make sure you listen to it. And if you haven't done so already, if you could please give us a five-star review or a review in general, uh, wherever you listen to this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, or if you watch it on uh, Facebook or YouTube, Uh, it really does help us out a lot. And we know that you support us by, by your great comments and your great emails that we get. It's just another great way to do it. So if you have the moment to do that, we really appreciate it. But without further ado, in the meantime, enjoy this episode of Our Kids Play Hot. Hello, hockey friends and families around the world, and welcome to another edition of Our Kids Play Hockey. I'm Lee Elias, and I'm joined today by my good friend, my favorite person, Christy Cassiano burns Mike Benelli is on assignment, and we have a special guest today in his absence. Megan Hesham is the author of the upcoming book, Hockey A, True Confessions of a Midlife Rink Rat, which comes out June 20th everywhere. I think I nailed that the way I said that. She's also a dancer, choreographer, writer, and self-confessed fitness geek. And she is a loving wife and mother to her sons, Zach and Jed. So Megan gave us a sneak peek into her new book. And I have to tell you, every single chapter tracks with what we talk about on this show. It's pretty incredible. But what sticks out the most is that Megan did something that I wish more hockey parents would do. She picked up a stick, skates, and equipment, and learned to play the game herself. And we are going to dive into that today because there's a lot to learn here. Megan, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. I'm so excited to be here with you guys.
0: No, we're excited to have you. When we got our hands on this book, it was kind of obvious that we had to have you on as fast as possible because I'm like every single chapter in this book is something we've spoken about. But what stood out to me right away from your story as is that, is that you're as Canadian as they come. You're Canadian, your parents are Canadian, your grandparents are Canadian, but you didn't seem to find hockey until a little later in your life. So I, what I want you to do, because I didn't want to do this for you, take our audience through that story of how you discovered the game. Cause it's pretty unique.
1: Okay. Yes. Um, so I started out not feeling very Canadian. I was super unsporty. I was a girly girl when I had kids and I had some, you know, boys, I was like, what? <laughs> boys? <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, so I'm a dancer. I did dance all my childhood. I, I didn't know what hockey was. I mean, I know hockey, it's our sport but I hadn't watched a game. I hadn't played, I hadn't played any sports. I was just totally unsporty. So starting out from that. And then I um, had kids and my first, son started playing hockey because my Egyptian husband was like he has to play hockey 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 it's so Canadian yay he loved it and I was like okay whatever sure and then it started taking over he got more and more serious he was playing hockey all the time you know we were at games I was learning I was starting to understand I was starting to get into this whole hockey thing and I was like oh my gosh this is awesome I love it and eventually yes I watched him learn and that gave me the kind of um, encouragement to like, go learn myself and see what it was all about myself too. So start playing hockey as like an almost 40 year old woman <laughs> and learning <laughs> from scratch. I'm still learning, still Play. learning.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know about you.
1: And, and I, I've gone out on the ice with my
2: kids, not in actual game setting, but mm. even that was intimidating. I know. Kind of skate with a stick and 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 shoot the fuck while people are flying at you. It's it's not easy. I can't imagine. It is not.
1: It's still not easy,
2: no, it, <laughs> especially at
1: our age, right? Oh my god! Because the falls are scary. You're like, I ah, like
0: this. <laughs> well, one of the things I always say, we talked about this a little bit before the show, is that it doesn't matter how in shape you are or aren't. When you get on yeah. the ice, it is a totally different muscle group and it hurts. The first time you do it, it hurts. Everything hurts. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's a
1: good way of looking that, at it. Did you yeah.
2: skate? Did you have some basic skating? I or-
1: mean, I skated like in girly skates, like in figure skates as a child. So I did grow up with very some- Canadian okay. parents, but yeah. I don't know that that helped me at all. (laughs) But into hockey skates. As you
0: alluded to, your husband's courtship that actually got you somewhat into the game. I'd love to explain that a little bit. Because it's, again, I I read your book. I love that part about how you felt, not intimidated It's not the right word, but he came to you like hockey. And you're like, ah, yeah, that's a thing we do. And it kind
1: of came out of nowhere. Like (laughs) I had known him for years. I, I didn't know that he was such a hockey lover um but when he first came to canada it was all hockey 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 he was at school everyone played hockey he didn't play he wanted to it was like i want to do this canadian thing right and um so when we had a kid it all came out oh well he's gonna learn to skate he's gonna play hockey. i'm like oh i, I don't know sure <laughs> right, right. and so he kind of made us all you know hockey fans and it was amazing that someone super he was not Canadian I was super Canadian and he showed me this world of my own country basically like oh look look what this is you know um and still does still does till this day right he pushed me out into my first game he made sure I went in that arena because I was like ah I don't know (laughs) (laughs) so how did it it
2: change your perspective on um just sitting in the stands and a watching. lot
1: oh my gosh yeah Talk
2: about um, you probably hear comments from other parents and you look at them and you <laughs> have a little bit more knowledge because you've been there yeah.
1: definitely and I always tell all hockey parents like if you haven't skated or played hockey like just go try it like even if it's just once like just go try it see what it's like see you know, how, not just how hard it is, but just like all the circumstances and like what you're yelling down there might not make any sense. Like both hands on the stick. Well, not always. Right. Not right. like they're, they're rushing to get up there. They need to pump their arms. Like, I don't know. Right. Um, and, and just people around me yelling things. I'm like, ah, and also, you know, how hard you are on your child in hockey sometimes. Right. It, it really softens that a bit when you're like, okay. He can't skate harder. Maybe he's skating his hardest. Like, skate hard. If someone was yelling that at me and I'm like, I am skating my hardest, it might not look that way. (laughs) Um, Sometimes you are and you can't skate harder. Like, uh. (laughs) (laughs) so just, you know, it changed my perspective totally because I'd be like, why isn't he doing this? And why isn't he doing that? You start playing hockey and I start telling my husband, well, this is why I think.
0: (laughs) I I remember Christy, you might remember this years ago. Uh, I think it was Budweiser did those, you know, real men of genius commercials. Um, and one of my favorite ones was it's, it was a sarcastic commercial, right? Totally parody. And it's, it's here's to you, super fan. You shout such great things as go faster and shoot the puck. And it was just making fun of those because yeah. know, we, we always joke on this show about people screaming, shoot the puck. It's like,
1: there's yeah. a time and a place. Obviously, it. yeah. Like, yeah. At some point we will shoot oh. it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, the other thing you mentioned, too, about, you know, parents trying the game, uh, parents who haven't skated, which, by the way, we're not judging anyone who hasn't played or can't play. There's a lot of reasons not to do it. Don't don't get me wrong. Time restrictions. But it's funny because when you talk to an adult, the fears are exactly the same as the six-year-old. Well, I might fall down. I don't know how to skate. I don't know anybody out there. Right. It's the same thing. So. Um, I, I want to rewind back cause I love that you did this. a quick story for, for both of you that, that uh, actually Christy, you don't even know this one too. My son is uh, eight years old now. Um, and he's starting to, to we're butting heads a little bit, right? I don't, I don't have a problem admitting that like, I love him more than anything in the world and my daughter. Um, but he's getting into video games a little bit to, to a frustrating point. Um, and a friend of mine, a coworker actually suggested, he said, why don't you play with him? And I said, you know, mm, that's actually a really fair point. So I learned the game he's playing. And, uh, you know, I'm playing with him now. Right. Um, and it's the same thing. He's better at the game than I am. So I really had to kind of put all ego aside, not that there was much there and be like, "I oh, teach me this. And we still butt heads a little bit in the game, but hey, we're doing something together. Right. And he loves that I, I play the game with him. So I, wanna, I want you to walk us through, Megan, the moment that that clicked, because what I love in your book is, again, you walk us through getting the equipment for the first time and going Canadian Tire, and then almost making a stick and then getting the wrong stick. Again, everyone listening should pick up this book, just because you're going to all relate to the story. But tell me the moment where that, that droplet in your head of, hey, you know what? Maybe I should try this, because I think that perspective is massive. And I think that it's very brave of you to do that. I, not enough people do
1: yeah I don't even know we were at I think it was when my son was getting super super like into it he he was like getting on an a team it was like becoming a real thing we did almost every day (laughs) and we were at a like a stick and puck like just at the community center practicing he was practicing his shots this and that my husband and I were trying to skate or something (laughs) (laughs) i <laughs> um, just trying to understand like oh let's try skating and um, I don't know you know I just I just you know I had a stick I was trying stuff trying stuff out I couldn't even stop I didn't know what I was doing but I, I was holding it and I felt um, I just I don't know I felt something come over me and I was like I, I feel I love trying hard things like I love trying things that are really difficult for me all my life I've just always wanted to kind of like Do those things that are like, this seems impossible. Like, you're on blades, this tiny puck, you got this, like, you're on ice, you're slipping around. I'm like, this is so hard. This might be something I want to try. And it took, I think it took almost a year of kind of thinking, maybe I want to do this, maybe I want to do this and and then i signed up and just i don't know i threw myself in there and then the rest was history once i threw myself into hockey and playing on a team and like obviously i learned to skate a little bit before joining a team right <laughs> not too right. much i was still pretty um whoa, that's what I we told seen. the kids to do that's what we told the kids and that's to what do. that's yeah. what happened i saw my son not very good at skating, join hockey, get amazing at skating just through that, right? Through drills. And I was like, I'm going to do the same. I'm going to try. Um, so I think it was just just that. I was just practicing out there. And then I saw him. He's so good. I'm like, wow, he developed so much. I want to try this out for myself. I love physical stuff. So, you know, it was right up my alley. And, um, and then I thought this could be a family thing, right? Like, let's all play hockey. It's going to be like a whole... Um, Thing I've tried to force my husband to act cause he's the one that makes us all do it. I'm right. like, you need to do this. Like, yeah. come on. But yeah, it's, it's again, scared of falling and back hurts and feet hurt. And it, it's hard as an older person.
2: <laughs> when your kids come and watch you play,
1: do they allow mom? Shoot the <laughs> um, I think there's a lot of laughing. <laughs> There's a lot of like um wow you guys are slow uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I bet in, in their
2: eyes you just you're you're like the queen now you play
1: I, I don't know you play <laughs> <laughs> I play badly you've got to be super <laughs> impressed I would think I'm not sure they don't get to many games because obviously my games are usually at like 10 o'clock at night really wow. late at night But they have, they've both been to my games. My husband's been to my games a few times in my life. Uh, And, and there was just a lot of like laughing and like, maybe like high fives and a ha ha ha. You know, it's good because my son can then give me critiques, right? right? He came the other day alone and watched me and, and I love it because I'm like, you know what? I, I said things to you for years you know, coming home in the car when we shouldn't have <laughs> things like that. You know, like why, why me and my husband? And now you can tell me, like, why I didn't you do that? Over. Why would you go there? I, I was gonna <laughs> why ask. Why aren't you keeping the fuck in?
0: <laughs> from a from a like almost a beyond hockey point of view, how has this affected the relationship with your kids? You know, as as mother and sons, right? Like. Again, I, I, I love what you're saying about the car ride home that he's kind of giving it back a little bit, but
1: I you feel now, like yeah.
0: that this is has as, you know, from a parent's point of view, has as it made you closer with your kids. Has yeah. It, yeah. Open up communication. Tell us about that
1: of course yeah um with my first son I mean he's older now and we can talk hockey I come home from my game I'm like what should I do when this happens (laughs) so it's really awesome like we have I get advice from him I don't give him advice anymore um he's an awesome hockey player I'm like what should I do when I'm in this circumstance because I'm still new I've been playing years but I'm still like I don't know I just throw the puck away at that point what should (laughs) I do so we have that we have like he's like did you win did you lose how'd it go so we have that nice Connection, which is awesome. And he's a teenager now. So it's cool. He comes to my games, he critiques me, all this stuff. And with my younger one, I have a really cool connection too, because I learned, like, I relearned to skate with him. Like, he was learning to skate and I was going and bettering my skating, basically. So we were together, kind of working on our edging, working on all this stuff. And now I take him to his early morning games alone. We have quality time. He knows I play. I'm with him when he plays. So it is a really like warm, fuzzy feeling.
0: <laughs> but and, and just that. for some perspective, Christy, again, Zach is 13. So I don't know many 13 year old uh, young men, young boys that want to hang out with their mom. So that's pretty cool to begin with. And then uh, Jad is six, I believe you said. So, yeah. so that's a really cool connection point at two really different development stages. It really is. The, it really I, is. I, I love it. It's <laughs> fantastic. I mean, again, I, w- that I wish it was a beautiful thing. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And I'm going to turn turn into another direction, because I know this is really important for you, Megan, because prior to recording, you said you wanted to talk about this. This was very important to you. Kind of ugly, it's not beautiful like we just talked about your relationship with your boys, but there's an element of racism in hockey now that you wanted to share with our listeners and our viewers your concerns and address it. So let's just, let's get it out there before we get too late. And we don't have time because this is important.
1: Okay, yeah. Um, so I think there's an element in hockey that gets swept under the rug a lot of the time. And because I'm a blended family of Arabic and and uh, Canadian here, um, people don't think anything of it. And they see me as this super Canadian person. And they can say all sorts of things to me. Yet, <laughs> like, I don't, like we have a whole. Uh, and they even say it to my husband, right? So there's a lot of like, kind of like, um, as we were talking at the start, you know, kind of ignorant um, things being said, sometimes racially and uh, jokes from coaches and stuff like that. We've had a lot of that where it's just, kinda, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, we've had a lot of things we've had a lot of like kind of like the ignorant type things where people are making jokes about certain cultures and stuff and we're like what culture do they think we are like we are something like <laughs> right like right. why right. are you saying that to us even and it's so hurtful they yeah they, and they it's they hard because people laugh along. And then I'm like, why are people laughing? <laughs> you know, and people have said things straight out to my husband at times. And he's like, who do they think I am? Like, what's wow. happening? Um, and it's not like, oh, I hate this. I hate that. It's like some joke or just, and people saying things about other coaches that might not be, you know, super white, Canadian person, you know, and they're saying things like, Oh, what is he doing coaching things like that. And I'm like, this has to change, you know, and it's amazing to see because there is change, I think, slowly coming, maybe, um, you know, the organizations here are talking about diversity and trying to fix these problems I've talked to lots of people about this and the HDA I think is an amazing thing um, with their tape out hate and all these campaigns that's bringing a bit more awareness like I feel like that's where it needs to go where people need to be aware because I'll talk to other hockey parents and they'll be like what what are you talking about racism what because they're not aware they're not in that I, I don't know if they're not thinking that way or But I'm aware, and I'm like, I would love to bring this up to people that might not be aware. Because some of us are very
2: aware. (laughs) So so here's your opportunity. Uh, Mm -hmm. We should let people to know. And I know a big part of it is think before you speak, before you
1: open your mouth, right? Yeah, and and just... um, I guess seeing people, I mean, it's a a world thing, right? Um, Not just thinking before you speak, but also just like, don't think, like stop thinking that way. (laughs) It's hard. I mean, it's it's not something we can just take care of like that, but just having an awareness of like, this is happening in this world. It is happening, even though people are like, even people who are getting the comments, I think sometimes are sweeping it under the rug because they're like, I don't want to be seen as different. I don't want to be not not a hockey person. I don't want to bring up that they made a comment about my turban or something like, you know what I mean? So they're like, right. well, sweep it under the rug. I am just like all of you. And so I think that's where sometimes people don't come out about it. They don't, they just want to be like, no, I'm like everyone else.
0: Yeah. You know, and Ma- Ma- Megan, I'll I, yeah. say this too. We-, we talked before the episode about this too, that like, I think inherently most people are not racist but mm-hmm. there's a lot of ignorance out there mm-hmm. and here's the deal we're all ignorant to what we don't understand everyone definitely myself, yeah. myself included right mm-hmm. um, and it's till you kind of admit that to yourself that change is not possible to you to you admit that to yourself you know i'm in mm-hmm. a blended family as well i learned a lot about my wife's culture that i was insanely ignorant about until definitely yeah in it uh, i'm a man i was very ignorant to the plight of women for many years um, you know, until I started talking to women about it and, and you know, even asking questions like, uh, you know, for both of you, this is a discovery for me of, you know, I remember doing the, the Me Too movement of asking my wife, hey, has this ever happened to you? And I was shocked at the answer, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you know, what, what did you do? And, and learning that it's not easy for a woman or anybody that's not, you know, in the same circle to say, hey, stop it. That's not as easy as people think. Yeah. Um, I was interviewing a young man, 17 year old, triple A player uh, of Arabic descent. And um, he told me that one of his teammates and friends jokingly said, Hey, good luck getting through the airport. Yeah. And he started crying in front of me when he said uh, that he was so yeah. hurt by this and he couldn't say anything at the time. And his friend who is ignorant did not realize how much pain he had mm-hmm. caused. his friend. Now I'm sure that if he brought that up, it would change. But that's the type of stuff we're talking about. Sometimes we say things and we do things. You just don't realize it's insanely hurtful to somebody else, mm-hmm. and then not be in a position to stand up for themselves like you think they should. Mm-hmm. That's 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 one of those things. So um, definitely, we talk about it on the show a lot. You talk about it too. You know, you have to be recognized that if you are not outside your little circle, you're not going to experience anything that someone else does. And that's to me. Part of the key. Go talk to someone different and ask yes. them questions, and they'll be happy to answer. And, and vice versa, right? This goes all directions, and this is a right. this is a global thing, not just an American or Canadian.
1: Thing, right. Go ahead. And really
2: important in hockey because you think about how much time we all spend together. We're such close knit hockey teams. You're on the right. road together. You're out of town together. You're going to dinners together. You're spending so much time together. That sensitivity and awareness is so needed. So you're like, why are you talking about it in the hockey? Well, think of what you're in as you're part of a family in hockey. Yeah. So you have to be accepting. You have to be loving if you're going to make it through the season uh, yeah. comfortably and make everyone feel welcomed. I mean, hockey really is for everybody. And we need to make sure that we're sending that message, especially in the beginning of the season, right from the start.
1: Yeah. And, um, just seeing, I guess on teams I've been on, I I see people on the outskirts and not being welcomed in and it's usually, you know, our types. And I, I'm just like, I can't even like, I, it makes me so angry, right? Like there's these groups laughing and then there's like one or two parents over here and it's just not part of the group. And I'm just like, it's what you just said. Like we are going to be a family this year. So why not You know, (laughs) when you join a hockey team and you're thrown together all these days a week, and you gotta make it work, or else it's not gonna be nice for anyone, really, in the end, right? I don't know, and and it can be more than just racial things; it could be anything, like just that whole, you know, understanding. Not
0: playing hockey.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Why are you doing that? Why would you
1: you even do that? Oh, I didn't come out about that until a little in. i kept it a secret for a bit
0: I like, that <laughs> did was your, your husband
1: yeah. start playing too uh no no not yet what? i'm still working on it i'm still working on it.
0: yeah well there's a reason we're not interviewing him christy <laughs> uh, um,
1: yeah i just write about him
0: i'm sure he's appreciative of that again he, he, um, he was thanked in your acknowledgments i will i will everybody yeah. know that. I did see that.
1: So speaking of writing
2: you have this great book and it comes out june 20th right yeah um what inspired you to write the book you are a writer and you were writing about fitness because you're also a fitness guru what made you decide to dive into hockey and make that part of your writing experience
1: Um, well I think number one hockey just took over my life basically so that's all I was thinking about for years and (laughs) you know I was doing my job as, as a fitness professional obviously um but Hockey was just in my mind. It was there, you know, everyone's playing, everyone's doing it. I'm at hockey every day. So I started just kind of journaling, like, just kind of like, oh, especially when things would. And I think that's why the start of the book is kind of interesting for me to read, even because I'm like, oh, that was me. (laughs) Because at the start, I wrote a lot that like I look back and I'm like, oh, I'm not really like that anymore. But I think that's what makes it an interesting story because it does go kind of, it is a full arc of starting out knowing nothing and now not that I know a lot but I know more and I've learned a lot through the whole thing so I just started journaling at the start it was years ago it was five years ago a long time ago and no stress I wasn't thinking I'm writing a book I was just kind of like oh maybe this is a blog post maybe this is something (laughs) Um, because I'm just a creator like I love writing I love doing videos like I I just do that type of stuff and so I was writing 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 just for myself and after about two years of just scribbling things down about what was happening I I was like I think I think I'm gonna write a book about this like does anyone want to read that my mom's like yeah I think that would be awesome she inspired me she's a writer also I'm like yeah and I spoke to a few writer friends. Like, I, I was trying to understand. I didn't know what the story was. I just knew I'm a hockey mom. And then I started playing hockey, but like, I didn't really understand. I was like, I don't know where this is going, but I just kept writing. Cause my mom said, just keep writing. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I kept writing and it did kind of magically turn into something. And I was like, I think I see a story here. Like I rediscovered my Canadian-ness through hockey, through my immigrant Egyptian husband. Like, I don't know. I feel like it, it's a whole story here now, and then I finished it off, knowing kind of where it was going, right. which was exciting. But even I look back at the start, and I'm like, "Oh my god, that was me!"
0: <laughs> I can tell you right now that, and Christy and I both know this: that whatever you think the book might be at the beginning, when you're finished, it's mm-hmm. something very different. And yeah.
1: uh,
0: I was going to say too, your Egyptian husband probably has a claim to the the roots of the game as well, because a lot there's a lot of history that shows that the game actually started over there. But yeah,
1: yeah, I'm seeing stuff just recently about all this, right?
0: (laughs) It it, it really is a great journey, your book, you know, one of the things we tried to capture in the show, which you you complimented this on, and I want to compliment you back is that this show kind of has the conversations that are not being had. And it invites people to realize that they're not alone in the journey. Right. And that's something that I think we've really tapped into here, because we get a lot of people saying, Oh, wow, you go through that, too. I think your book completely captures that. Um, and, and I want our audience to know that, that this is just a great read to know, oh, wow, this person is experiencing what I experienced. And we don't talk a lot about that. And no. most of the times, you know, we tend to clam up as parents. Like I can't talk to the other parents because I'm feeling so much stress yeah. right now. And it's like, oh, I do feel that I feel that on the bench <laughs> in my game. So I, I want to applaud you on that because you really did put something special together here. And it, it's, it's, it's not just about you playing. It's about your journey as a hockey parent. Your journey as, as a spouse. Your journey as a family, you know, in Canada. And I, I just love that, that you were able to put that all together into, into really a compact story that's easy to read and fun to read. And you're going to laugh while you read it. I, I, I love the part about, oh, yeah, I forgot a stick. Just grab the stick. You grabbed an adult oh stick.
2: Oh, my God. You're, you're, you're <laughs> we Canada. did all
1: of the mistakes. Yes. Yeah,
2: right.
0: <laughs> right. It's completely normal. Um, you know, one thing I do want to ask you before we run out of time is, this is a perspective question, right? We kind of alluded to it earlier. You first get on the ice, you experience things. If you've never played hockey, and by the way, any parents who have never played hockey and are not going to, totally fine, totally fine. But I want Megan to give you some insight into how hard this is the first few times you do it, because it's it's like learning to walk again. It's a totally different it's situation. It's worse, yeah. To, do it, yeah, yeah. to do it as an adult, you get so much perspective on what your kids are probably going through. And by the way, how easy they make it look because the first year playing, by the end of the year, they look like superstars, right? Adults a little different. So, you know, what did you learn from playing the game? Give some perspective to our audience.
1: Um, Yeah, so it was very difficult. It was so hard for me and nerve wracking, right? Um, Being out there and having the pressure on and the puck and oh my God, it's going to be my fault if it goes there, I I play D. So I'm like, I blame myself every time there's a goal on our net, I'm like, just going that really stress. like the rest
0: of us what are you yeah doing? I, I'm like sorry
1: I'm always like sorry right <laughs> there's a big sorry from me every time she's like it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah uh, I think uh, the stress of it actually hit me I was like wow this is super stressful yes it's hard I knew it would be hard um And I've been in a lot of stressful situations, but even just walking into that change room, not knowing anyone, um, going out on the ice, not really being a great skater, not knowing what I'm doing with the puck, it's nerve wracking. And so that it gave me a bit of that also, just like I'm throwing my kid into tryouts with all these strangers, a million, you know, and we're expecting all this from him. Like, um, and he, did it naturally and amazingly and I look back and I'm like I could never have done all that like that was crazy like he's 10 he's going to 10 tryouts one week like with all these people he doesn't know and coaches saying things and I'm like oh my gosh like I don't I can't handle it when one person's like oh why did you do that (laughs) I'm like oh no and I'll think about it the whole week right um So, yeah, it did give me that. It's such a hard skill. And a lot of us say, oh, well, it's easier for kids. And yes, it is easier for kids. Obviously, it's easier to, I believe that, yes, they take to it much quicker when they're little and they're just getting started. But I mean, it's still a crazy skill to have. I mean, all that skating and all like, and it just gave me that whole Everyone used to say, oh, skating is important. Skating is so important. I'd be like, ah, eh, whatever. Um, when he was playing, right? When he right, was right. like, and they're like, yeah, you know, he has really great skating. It's good. Oh, skating is like the basis. Ah. And now I play hockey and I'm like, oh my God, yeah. I need to learn to skate. Like yeah. my skating sucks. Like what is happening? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, skating is the most important. It's so important. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: like 80, 80% of it's it. It really yeah. is. So yeah. it told
1: me that. Cause I used to be like, oh, skating, skating, you know how to skate. And then I'd get out there and I'd be like, oh my gosh, you need to be amazing at skating. If you want right. to be amazing at hockey. Right. Um. So just, I guess all of that, like just stress skills skating all this stuff kind of came to me right
0: i do want to say stress without parents screaming at you coaches yeah. screaming yeah. at you other kids screaming. This just stress you're putting on yourself right i'm all alone well. yeah no one's yelling
1: megan shoot that's shoot right the sometimes 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 but- <laughs>
0: But, you know, you know, I, I just, you know, the perspective on that is think about how much stress you feel without that. You know, your kids
1: feel that too. Definitely. Kids feel and that and, too. and no, like, I don't usually have a ride home with someone telling me, you sucked. Like, what happened? <laughs> Why wouldn't you get that goal? Right. Where were your goals? You'd probably beat you yourself up pretty big. Definitely. Right? I'm like, yeah. I let that goal in, shoot. But, yeah. you know, I blast the music and I have a nice ride home. Right. Like, I don't have someone like remember our kids do that to themselves too they know when they've had a bad game definitely and so we might not need to tell them so much we were just discussing that actually the other day like people know when they messed up like I know my teammates will say something to me I'm like oh thank you but I do know like wow I did a stupid thing there you know yeah we all know when we do something strange especially in hockey right away you know you're like oh shoot that was a bad move oops <laughs> yeah, and everybody saw it
2: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah <yep. laughs> i go up live barn and watch through re- i had an adult league player oh, say to me God. i went back on live barn and watched the goal I'm like you watched an oh, adult league that's goal on replay i was like what are you yeah. what are you doing you know another aspect that i want to jump on nobody plays this game nobody unless they love it on some level all right? And and sometimes it's a love-hate relationship, but most of the time they love it. And we always talk about on this show, especially in the younger years of hockey, but really this is universal throughout the entire time playing the game, that you really have to love this game first, uh, even before skating, right? Um, So tell me how you've fallen in love with the game and how important that part of it is to you continue to do this. Because um, look, I'm sure uh, there was a lot of moments you were like, uh, I, mean, I don't, should I be doing this? <laughs> and so, lot. To do. <laughs> T- tell me about your love for the game.
1: Um, Well, I feel something's missing when I'm not playing hockey or at hockey games or around hockey. So there's that. I feel through COVID, we had a bit of that. I write a bit about that in the book. Through COVID, there was some times when we actually didn't have hockey and it was like a piece of my heart was (laughs) missing. I'm like, it's hard. Like, and it's like, what's going to fill that? Like, it's so weird. And that's what showed me like, wow, I am deep in this, right? Because I've been deep in other things. Hockey was a new thing to me. And when it went away, I was like, Oh my gosh, like, Oh my, what am I doing? What's my life? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I love hockey obviously because I wouldn't keep going if I didn't, because it is, it is hard to play adult hockey, um, both pain wise <laughs> and, um, and time wise, right. When you have two right. kids playing hockey. So it's hard to, to make that time for yourself and be like, I'm going to go do this. Um, I don't know. And just like watching it, playing it, everything. It's just a part of me now, which is interesting because it was so not a part of me a few years ago. Right. <laughs> so right. it was an interesting switch, right. Going from dancer fitness professional, like girly girl to now people, when I say that to people, they're like, you are a girly girl. Cause I'm <laughs> such a tomboy now. <laughs> I am mean, so I like, I, I'm literally like a total tomboy, mom of boys, like boy, boy, boy centric. Right. And so people are like, you were girly. I'm like, I was at one point. So it's totally changed my life. It. I mean,
0: <laughs> I love that you weren't afraid to change. Like, I, I think that's another big take. I
1: really enjoyed it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think so many people are afraid to break whatever their habits are. And, and look, look yeah. it's hard. I mean, we all deal with that, but you weren't afraid. You, and you said that earlier on, like, no, I, I like the challenge. I'm going to dive in.
2: By not being afraid, you discovered something about yourself that
1: it didn't, you didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it was beautiful for me. I was like, wow, I let this in. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. Just, And I think sometimes that's the thing. People keep going in one way and they're like, this is what I do. This is it. I'm a mom. I do this for my job. That's all I do. And then I guess just hockey allowed me to just be like, oh, I can be other things too. I am this other persona and there's all these other elements to me. (laughs) And and you know what? I think a lot of my friends say that to me. They they do say, who are you? you? (laughs) (laughs) you? Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: I've sent this to Christy before, you know, the, the, the photos of me playing people look at this, that's you. I'm like, yeah, like you look so different out there. I'm oh, like, yeah, I yeah. like, it's like, it's like a costume or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Megan, before, before I close this out, let's just talk about advice as a hockey mom, but also as a hockey player, what is your advice to the other hockey parents out there? And then although also, you know, hockey players out there is someone who started this, uh, you know, not later in your life, but just, just down the road a little bit.
1: Yeah, so I'm always, um, I don't know if I'm one to give advice, you know, you've seen the book, I've gone through a lot, I guess I have learned a lot, um, but I still have so much more to learn. So there's number one, um, I guess, just always knowing that you're still learning, mm-hmm. there'll be a book five years from now by me, like, oh, wow, yeah. I have learned it, all this again. Like, know that you're always learning. I guess number one is I always take that with me in all realms of my life. And as a parent, for sure, um, especially with my two kids, they're totally opposite. They're totally different. I'm still learning. I'm still learning how to hockey with both of them. Basically, one has one personality, the other has a whole other one. And yes, they're different ages, but it's a very different way to approach things. Um, I learned through my first child so much about how to deal with hockey and kids and it might not pertain because they're very different but you know I've learned a lot there so also of course try skating or playing hockey I think it's a big thing even if you don't go on a team and play hockey like that might be intimidating to a lot of hockey parents who don't skate or don't play hockey but I think just getting out there with your kids maybe at a stick and puck and like trying something out try falling on your butt like it it's fun and also hockey has taught me that like you can fall down a thousand times and get back up and to expect it, to expect, I'm going to fall. It's okay. I'm in padded stuff. Right. I might hurt something, but you know, I haven't broken anything yet. Knock on wood.
0: <laughs> um, I, I will
1: knock on wood for you for Yeah, just, I know. It's <laughs> stressful. Um, But I think not being scared to do that, not being scared to go out and have fun with your kids on the ice, even if you're going to suck. I think a lot of parents are like, but I'm going to like fall and I'm going to look stupid. And I'm, I'm always pulling hockey moms out. I have one on a team with me right now. I'm like, come play, come. And she's like, oh, I've always wanted to. I'm like, okay, come. Cause I didn't have that person. I didn't have that person like pulling me. Like I wanted that person. I was like, where's a woman I can go play hockey with? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um so now I I totally encourage all hockey parents like come with me come to this team come try hockey here um so I guess that's my advice like trying hockey trying to see hockey through your kids eyes which Keeping it fun is is a big thing there, I think. Cause like as I say in my book, yeah, I wouldn't so. want to play hockey if it wasn't fun.
0: You do say that.
1: <laughs> if I hated yes. everything, if I was like, oh my God, I'm stressed and I don't like anyone here and it's not fun. My parents are screaming at me. Why would I ever want to play hockey? Like yeah. there'd Megan, be I'll no you, reason.
0: I have been real privileged to interview a lot of professional athletes and top level people in professional sports. And they uh-huh. all say that one of the big common themes is those players love the game. They love it. And if you do not have that in your late teens, it does, it does not matter how you could have the next Connor McDavid. If he hates playing, it's not going to work out. So I I love that you bring that up and we preach that here. And most likely the people listening to the show understand that, but you, you have to have a love for this game and you have to enjoy. It's not always going to be fun. No, no. Right. But, but at the end of the day, it's like you said, when it's taken away, what happens, Right. Um, and, and I was going to joke with you earlier, you said you started five years ago, you know, you have to carry a couple of years for the pandemic. So you actually started playing a hundred years ago uh, (laughs) because the pandemic added so much time to our lives, but, but, uh, no, I think that's a great message, right. Is, is, and and it, and it echoes, you know, no matter who we talk to on this show, right. What they're doing, you have to love the game. You have to not be afraid to try things, try and see it through your kid's eyes.
1: I I love that. We don't do that enough. We just shout at them you know, what to do. And I think we need the reminder though. I feel like, cause I'm the same. I know this. I know this. We right. all know this. Your listeners know it probably, but that little reminder, even listening to your show every, every week or so I, I'm like, yeah, just remember that. Remember Listen, that when you're in the car,
0: <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a host on the show and yeah, I rely on I know. you still
1: need to. I, yeah.
0: <laughs> I was telling you, I tell Christie and Mike all the time. I'm so thankful that I have this show, especially last year I'd be on the bench and I'd be like, yeah, Oh my there's that anxiety that they're always talking about, but you know I, I'm thankful because I have these these lessons from from these two and people like you of like Lee, calm down, just enjoy it. You know I was able yeah. to do that. If no one told me that, I might have become a raging you know
2: moron out there. We um, all would, right? I, I right. feel like
1: you need that just reminder, just right. remember.
2: <laughs> right. And they're just kids. It's very easy to get caught up. It in is, it. especially yeah. when everyone around you is behaving like idiots. It's yes, there's that but, too, right? right. Yeah. What's
0: yeah. Funny it's funny is like it's we all of think that. Just- we all yeah. think that nobody thinks they're the idiot. That's the funny part. Right, right. right. I've been the idiot. Is, yeah, I have yeah,
1: been the yeah. idiot, guys. Sometimes <laughs> it's us.
0: Right, it's okay. But no, this is fantastic, Megan. I, I want to remind everybody. Okay, so first things first, if you haven't already subscribed and liked and rated the show, please do that. That helps us out a lot. Uh, next thing, uh, the book is out June 20th. You can pre-order it now, though. Uh, it's called Hockey A, True Confessions of a Midlife Rink Rat by Megan Hesham. I want everyone to pick this up. I, I enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed. I'm not just saying that because you're here. This is in no way a paid promotion. Uh, (laughs) She reached out to us. We saw. We said, yes, this is exactly the type of stuff that we like to talk about on this show. Um, And you didn't disappoint, Megan. You're you're a fantastic guest, and and I love that you did this. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say this to to both you. You know, you're both trailblazing women, but I love that you shared your story because not enough people do that. I don't think you should should undersell that. I was just jotting things down. It's a big deal what you did to share this stuff. We don't do it enough. Um, and I think that you're going to help a lot of people. You're probably going to encourage people to get into the game that never thought about playing before. Uh, I and I think so. that that's fantastic. Uh, and I want to thank you really from the bottom of my heart for being here today. Cause it's just, this was wonderful.
1: Thank you thank so you. much for having me. I love your show. Yeah. So awesome. Ah,
0: thank you for that. Go ahead, Christy. Sorry.
1: I was just going to thank her. You
2: gave us so many good nuggets too, about the importance of being a lifelong learner, the importance of being open to trying something new <laughs> And the love for hockey never dies.
0: <laughs> that it never will. And uh, look, that's going to do it for the episode. So, for Megan Hesham and my good friend, Christy Cashiano Burns, I'm Leah Elias. You've been listening to Our Kids Play Hockey. Make sure, again, if you haven't already, uh, give us that five star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Subscribe. Whatever it is that you do to help us, we appreciate it. And uh, make sure, June 20th, it comes out. Check out Hockey A. That's E-H question mark just in case anybody's not Canadian. True Confessions of a Midlife uh, rink rat uh, coming everywhere soon. We'll see you all on the next episode. Thanks so much for being with us. Have a great day, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Our Kids Play Hockey. Make sure to like and subscribe right now if you found value wherever you're listening, whether it's a podcast network, a social media network, or our website, ourkidsplayhockey.com. Also, make sure to check out our children's book, When Hockey Stops, at whenhockeystops.com. It's a book that helps children deal with adversity in the game and in life. We're very proud of it. But thanks so much for listening to this edition of Our Kids Play Hockey, and we'll see you on the next episode.